0: With more than 23 years of service at Horizon Health, Becky Penny has become not only one of our company's leaders, but also a leader in the correctional health care space. In this episode, we'll hear about Becky's experience and passion for delivering excellent patient care. She will also talk about some of the strategies Horizon employs to stay focused on quality outcomes.
1: You're listening to Horizon Radio. Welcome to Horizon Health Radio. I'm here with Becky Penny, Senior Vice President of Nursing. Becky, thanks for joining us.
0: You're welcome. Glad to be here.
1: I know, Becky, you're a part of the executive team and you have been here at Horizon for quite some time. Could you tell us a little bit more about your career tenure here?
0: Sure. I've been with the company for 23 years and I started actually as a Regional Director of Nursing The company at the time had the contract for the Georgia Department of Corrections, and so my first job was as regional director of nursing, and from there uh, was briefly the company educator, nurse educator, filled in in Philly, became a vice president, and ran Philly for about two years, and then ended up at Rikers Island and um, stayed with Rikers and other contracts as well until I moved into the senior VP of nursing job.
1: Could you tell us a little bit more about your
0: experience at Rikers Island? Sure. I always laugh about Rikers because I went up as part of the startup team. We showed up at Rikers the Monday after Thanksgiving, and we started that contract January 1. So if you do that math, we had 30 days. We had 1,600 employees, and we had to negotiate contracts with three unions and 30 days to start that contract, which was maddening, (laughs) but really a just incredible opportunity and experience for me. And then I stayed there through the startup to help until about June and had my bags packed to come home. And they called me in and asked me if I would be the vice president of Rikers Island. So I ended up moving into New York City a week before September 11th. So I was on Rikers Island the day of the Trade Center attacks and stayed there for many years running Rikers.
1: And I know when we spoke earlier, you were talking about how, when you have to speak about disaster relief... how that process went for you when you had to report what kind of disasters that your team handled. Right. Yeah. We, we joked about that
0: because, um, when NCCHC came for our reaccreditation survey, our mass disaster drills were the trade center and the New York city blackout. So we, we kind of felt like we had trumped everybody in the country on mass disaster drills because we went through just some horrific situations at Rikers during those times.
1: Yeah, you probably thought, don't don't waste your time coming over here. We figured it out. <laughs> That's right. We'll write the book. <laughs> so it seems like you spent a lot of time as a nurse and especially being such a leader. Could you identify some traits that make a good nurse, especially in a situation like working in Rikers Island? Sure. I think from a skill set, I think our nurses
0: um, need to possess Very strong physical assessment skills, and they need to be critical thinkers around their nursing skills. I think another just key trait that we need is someone who can communicate well with our patient population. I always say this to any of our nurses to be absolutely respectful to our inmate patients at all times. There is not anybody walking around that wants to be disrespected. And that's true of our patients as well. And so I think our nurses need to be able to keep that respectful, professional relationship and then use those clinical skills that they have to get the best outcome for every patient that they touch.
1: I like that you use the word inmate patient. I think that in the field that we work in, there's a lot of confusion about how our patients are identified. Could you speak a little bit more to that? Sure. For me as a nurse,
0: any individual that I'm treating using my professional capacity is is a patient. It does not matter to me what their history or their background is. I used to say all the time, I really don't care what anybody's crime is. I don't even want to know what their crimes are. I'm there to treat them professionally, compassionately, and that's what I'm going to focus on.
1: I really I really like that. And I think that's a really important thing to highlight as we continue to work <laughs> here at Crisis Health that it is important to understand that we don't need to know or need to understand what crimes that you've committed. We want to make sure that you're getting the best care possible. Correct. I also wanted to pick your brain about just some suggestions or some advice that you would offer somebody that was interested in working in the correctional healthcare field.
0: I would say to do your homework first. And I, I think that would involve actually going into a facility and experiencing it. I know over my years when I was in the full operation side at Corizon versus in the nursing role, I would never let any of my operators hire an employee until they had walked in the facility, heard the gate close, walked down the hall with inmates around them. And you quickly figure out there are a lot more inmates than there are officers. Oh, yeah. So you need to be comfortable with that environment. But then I think you need to be sure that you are bringing in the clinical skills that we need. I I always say when you work in a hospital, there's an IV team, there's a respiratory therapy team, there's an emergency response team. In our world, we are all of those things. And so... Anyone coming into our setting needs to be comfortable that they are bringing the skill set that's going to be required to, of them to deliver care.
1: A lot of the, the hot topics I hear about why someone would want to work in the correctional healthcare space is that idea of continuous care, of seeing somebody from the, the beginning of their symptom to hopefully at the end treatment exactly. or
0: I guess maintaining. Yes. I, I, the perfect example I think I can give from my own experience. My first job in corrections I work for the Virginia Department of Corrections as a director of nursing in a facility. Okay. And I can remember my first day on the job. We had a hospital building and then we had our general population building. And I can I walked over to the general population building and it was this hall that looked to me like it was 6 miles long at the time and it was full of inmates and i remember stepping into the sally port and there was a female officer who opened the gate for me i walked in it closed and i looked around and i realized it was like 200 inmates and that officer and myself and i was scared to death i mean i was like oh my gosh but when i went back to that same hall six months later i knew all those patients you know i knew mr smith was hypertensive and this patient was diabetic and now that, that fear of the unknown became, I had a group of people that I was responsible for, right? And so I got to see them, you're right, over the very long haul. And some of them, even to death, because when I started, it was in the very early throes of the HIV crisis. And our unit was the infirmary where all the DOC patients came to die of AIDS, and so, you know, we we saw them walk in as healthy individuals, and then we saw them die with us in a very compassionate way. But you're right, we truly are in the unique opportunity to see that whole spectrum with our patient population.
1: Wow. Yeah, that is really powerful. I was also thinking about the fact that your perception changed from being scared to being comfortable. Absolutely. Because you you knew all these inmates, specifically, you knew what kind of illnesses they had or right. diseases. And I, from what I can, can gather from talking with you is they probably knew, hey, Becky Penny can treat me. So I need to show her some respect. Right. Is that, that true? That's
0: true. But even more than that. It was my expectation for all the nurses that worked in that facility that my, my relationship, my professional relationship should not have been unique. Everybody working there should have had that same level of knowledge, professional relationship with those patients so that we could deliver the best care possible to that patient population.
1: And I'm curious now to say, what's the difference between your <clears throat> role now as a more corporate executive from your role, boots on the ground, in the weeds, uh, how does that differ?
0: I, I really focus now at a higher level, an overview of nursing. I look at scope of practice issues, our nursing practice, all of our nursing protocols, how we as a company overall deliver nursing care and ensuring that we have created and provided the tools to our nursing teams that they need to do their job. So our team writes, of course, the core process, which is critical to us as an organization. So it's really very exciting as a nursing team at this corporate level to know that we are writing and creating documents that so can positively impact how we deliver care overall. And so that is that is a great deal of focus for me is looking at our nursing practice and, and our documents, our NETs, our patient information fact sheets, our general healthcare policies and procedures, our infection control. Mm-hmm. We're creating all of that document to direct how care is delivered by our nursing teams.
1: There's a lot of responsibility for you, especially as you're leading your team, how do you handle that stress? How, how do you get through a stressful day?
0: And I mean this with all sincerity, that I think our corporate nursing team is so strong that I don't feel like I carry that by myself. Mm-hmm. Everybody on our team is very dedicated, very professional, extremely talented at what they do. They know this business inside and out, and they have the the unique ability to transfer that to paper, in these documents, but to also transfer it to teaching and support at the field level. One thing that I think is unique at Corizon that I don't see in any other competitor is its focus on nursing. I don't believe that there any of our other competitors have a senior vice president of nursing that I'm aware of. And our support by Dr. Powell as our chief medical officer is just an incredible working relationship that truly empowers
1: nursing in our setting. And also just wanted to hear what's new with your team. Is there anything coming up that we could know about? I know that you guys are working on many projects and supporting your team. Um,
0: We're in the middle of several big projects on the core process side. We have just completed updating all of core process to incorporate the 2018 NCCHC standards. And all of that will be released to the field in July. We are then going back and we're going to review all of CORE process as it stands today and update that as necessary. We'll have that done by the end of the year. And we're going to create um, a new CORE process called Transition of Care. In our setting, our patients move in and out of our hands a lot. They leave our facilities to go to see a specialty appointment Mm -hmm. or to the emergency room or the hospital or they may move from the infirmary back to general population, or 23-hour observation to the infirmary. And so we want to write a core process that, me, that ensures that all of that handoff is seamless, so that patient or their care doesn't get dropped mm-hmm. in any way as they move from one location to another location. So all of that's going on. We' are also reviewing in the months of July and August all of our nursing encounter tools. okay We're making some new changes to those that I think the field are going to find will find very exciting great as far as providing direction to the nurses based on the information they're finding using those nursing encounter tools. So we're very excited about that as well. And then our, our big project that is a huge lift for our team is the five individuals on the nursing team, will once again audit 100% of every facility in the company for core process before wow. the end of the year. So that's great. So this team becomes road warriors. Yeah, that's um, for sure. And yeah. in, in the third quarter, they'll start being road warriors. And we'll get that done probably by the end of January. So all of that is is yet to come in 2019 wow. for our team. you got a lot going on. We do. This is a hardworking group. They can multi. They can. They have the great ability to juggle lots of projects at one time and stay on track. So we we push a lot of work out. We get a lot done in, in the nursing department.
1: It seems like that's probably a, a common trait between your nurses: juggling a lot, get, being able that's to right. get a lot done. So it seems like you've picked a great team too. Yes. So that's awesome. Yes. Very happy for your team. Okay. I really appreciate your time. I thought this Thanks. was super insightful and fun. Yeah, thank you. I enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Horizon Radio. For more information, visit horizonhealth.com.